All right, Kelsey, imagine this. You have a new client in your chair Mm. and you are starting, you're doing the consultation and you're an amazing stylist because you quote, you're quoting your client before you start and your client baffles at your prices. And then they start asking if there's any sort of discounts that you offer. Ooh. How? And, and you're a newer stylist. You've only been in the industry for maybe a couple of years, or maybe you've just have never really stood up for yourself and your business. How is this making you feel? Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. How do you well, imagine you would feel in this situation? I immediately would be like, you would, the initial reaction is to be like, oh yeah, no, uh, well, we could definitely do it for this amount. Like you want to Mm -hmm. make your client happy. So you immediately go into fix it mode almost like, yeah, no, I can, we can do it for that. I know that's expensive. And you start to feel backtrack and self and self-doubt on like, well, maybe my prices are too high or maybe I'm not that good. Maybe my prices are lower. Maybe she didn't, doesn't think I'm worth this. Right, right. right. Am I down. worth this? Should I, sh- should I be doing it like this? Absolutely. I think newer stylist Kelsey would have 100% done that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I have mm. come to the, to the, to the new feeling of I'm going to nor- normalize saying no to my clients. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Normalize saying no. And knowing that you can still be kind and say no. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's less about way saying no. I think a lot of it is how we, how we say no. Um, we have this fear of, you know, our clients leaving us or not being busy or, you know, finding a different hairstylist and all these things that makes us want to be a yes person. Yes, I can do that. Of course I can do that. We'll do it like this. And you know what, this time I'll make it this price because that fits in your budget better realistically, I think that if we are kind and we do stick with our policy, with our standards, with our pricing, that they actually will understand. Uh, And I actually, I think that they respect you more Mm -hmm. and it actually will help you build a stronger business because it shows that you have standards and boundaries and ultimately the right type of client. That's what they want out of their stylist. Someone who is showing their professional side and not just their pushover side. Right. So I'm going to spin this back on you. Now, imagine you were in that same exact situation mm-hmm. and that client, you stood your ground and said, no, 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 this is my pricing. And you explained why very kindly. And that client was still didn't understand. And they were annoyed. Is that the type of client you would want? No, I actually just hap- had this happen to me like uh, over a year, a little over a year ago with really? a client. Yeah. Tell me the story. Yeah. Tell us the story. Yes. I'll, I'll tell us. I'll tell as much as I can, but, okay. uh, I had raised my prices. Oh God, I hate that. I'm telling this story publicly right now. Okay. Um, because it's kind of current, but I had raised my prices and, um, my client and I send out an email. I do all the communication about it. There's no surprises. So, um, she came in and she sat down and turned her chair towards me and said, I saw your email, uh, your prices. I mean, they're just ridiculous. Wow, that is bold. Okay. Yes. What is your response to that? It was very confrontational. On the inside, I'm like, my heart is racing. I am 
Sweating. dumbfounded. I am um, mortified. I am like, oh my God, I can't believe this person's talking to me like this. But I take a deep breath and I smile and I say, I did raise my prices. And that is why I've given you options. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we can either continue as we are, but I also have some other great stylists here in the salon. And then I stay st- silent because how they are treating me and speaking to me is on them and how I react is on me. And I oh. stayed silent and I let them make their decision. And um, she continued to say some more things and was still just getting some things off of her chest. And I think wanting to see how I would react. And if I would say yes to what she was wanting, which was, did you No, well, I know you didn't say yes. Did you keep her as a client? Did she come back? She came back. Okay. See, she said to she... me, it's her choice. It's her choice. Uh, she said to me, okay, well, I just have to think about this. And I said, great, you have options. And um, she, no, I'm not going to fire her over that. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna fire. I mean, it's... now if she were to continue to do it every single appointment, then I would say, listen, but uh, she had a choice and she made the choice to be like, I'm going to keep coming here. This is why I hate sharing this <laughs> right now. Um, but uh she is still coming to me and she hasn't said a thing. Perfect. And I think a lot because of times I had my exact- boundary, I had my boundary. I didn't waver. And it was an opportunity to see, is she going to, is she going to waver? Is Abby yeah. going to um, let this shake her? And am I going to get my way? You know, well, no, that's human nature. A lot of people will try to <laughs> see catch what us they can off get away guard. With catch us off guard and see what they can get away with. I mean, come Mm -hmm. on, let's see. I, my dad is so funny. He's, he's famous for, he'll like, he's just always looking for a deal and he'll go somewhere and he'll be like, so uh, are these, are these cabinets two for one? Like he's just trying to nowhere, (laughs) literally like what he can get away with. Right. It's just like his personality. That's just human nature to him. So he tries, does he accept the no? Does he accept the no? They're not two. Absolutely. And then he'll just kind of laugh. But yeah, if they would have said, yeah, today they're two for one, he'd have been like, let's go. So, hey, yes. kind of the similar thing. And so, he would keep going back to that place where he got the two for one, expecting the two for one every single time. Yeah, and that's the exact same thing that happens with these clients who try to get more, get the deal, get the discount, get you to work hours you don't want to work. And if you say yes, they're going to keep coming back to you. And then it's like, are they coming back to you because of the hair that you do? Or are they coming back to you because you are the discount stylist? Right. I know. And what do you want to be? It's a bad habit. So we have talked about in other episodes a lot about you know, discounting and and why you don't need to discount. But there are other ways and other things that we have to normalize saying no to our clients, you know? Yeah. So for instance, um, scheduling. Yes. You know, we have- It's a hard one. That's why it is hard because you yeah. have a lot of clients. I know I have a lot of clients who are trying to wiggle into time and yeah. I have a very limited amount of time at the chair. And they'll be like, well, couldn't you just stay a little bit later? And part of me- old stylist Kelsey would have been like, yeah, what's one more client at the end of the day. But then mm-hmm. I miss out on that whole night with my kids. Yeah, and I, you know and how that so, affects you. Yeah. Right. It's like a ripple effect. So recently I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. I'm only here Wednesday night. And if you would like that Wednesday night spot, you need to schedule well in advance. Mm-hmm. And I have stood my ground on that. Yeah. And I am telling you that feels good. It feels so good. Yes. Feels good. I, I can't say that I've ever had clients say like, can you stay late? It's, it's more of the vague question of like, do you have anything else? 
like right. with a little wink. Like, do you have anything else? That, anything? Are you going to stay late for me? Do you love me enough? I had a client years ago that um, I did start taking an hour before I typically started to work. And this is when my kids were very little and mornings were a lot, you know, when they're little yeah. and, and bottles and diapers and all those things. And so in the beginning, I started to come in an hour earlier just for her because it's what worked for her and probably her, her schedule her schedule. And, um, then, uh, a new year came and I was like, I can't keep doing this. And I said, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to come in at noon. I actually start at noon and I can't come in early anymore. She didn't even know I was coming in early. That's the problem. Yeah, when, when, that is when the, the first problem. They don't even know when the clients don't know that you're discounting them or you're working outside of your hours. And then if you start to get mad at them, or resent them, not their fault, your fault. So I said not doing, I, I, Actually, I had been coming in early and I, I do need to start at my normal time, which is noon. Um, and she stopped coming to me and had told a friend of hers that came come came into me at the time said, um, you know, I'm a really good client. If she can't accommodate me, then I'm going to go somewhere else. And I said, and I said, okay. And that yeah, was it. Probably and that is just the fear though. That is it the is. fear though, is that you're going to lose the clients, but you're not going to lose your entire clientele. Like, and the reason I can tell that story is because that's the one person that did that. I remember well, that. And even if the, the one, one person, person that, that did that, you're going to have one person who then takes the spot available at 12. Yes. So, and I think it's a lot about filling our schedule and our life with clients who we like and enjoy and who work well with us. Respect I wrote down, time. respecting our time. I wrote down and started um, normalize saying no to clients who drive you nuts. I mean, you Those are the ones us. that we fear the most, I the think, most, and that we say yes to the most because we're so afraid of their reaction because they are confrontational, very confrontational. I do. You, have you ever had a client who you'll do their hair and every single time you do it, they like look in the mirror and they point to like one highlight and they're of like, you, you see this one. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I had this one client who every time. And then, and I would have to go back and like, it was like, it was the most irrational thing. And I, I knew it was going to come and it would be like, it looked so good. Like, what are you talking about? It was like, she just had to do something to, you know, make something out of nothing or, and then I would get a text. Finally, I was like, you know what I have to, this, this person is not right for me. It's just not right for me. And there's a kind way to say, you're not right for me. I'm not right for you. I don't think this is working. Um, And that's a conversation that needs to be had sometimes because it is important for my own mental health that Mm -hmm. I do not feel defeated before my day even starts because I see that person on my schedule. Yes. If you are dreading that person every day, and it might not be because they uh, are always picking apart their hair. It just might be the personality. personality. Like you're just like, they're so draining. They're energy suckers. Draining. Energy. That is what we call them. I call them when life suckers. They energy suck suckers. The life out of me. Yes. It's like you literally are touching them and you're taking Ugh. all of theirs and you're yes. like, Ugh. and it leaves you like, I had had a few of those and I could see them and that my whole day was terrible. It'd be like, I'd have like so many clients I love, but one person be on there. And it was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this day. I would dread it. Yeah. Um, that was one thing and, that I had. And to be clear, there are, I have had, I have some clients that come in, like I have one who comes in and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Every time I come in here, I just dump all of my problems on you and blah, 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 blah. 
she is no. not a life sucker right. at all. I so was going to say not that's just not because it. they complain about things or they dump some of their problems or they're always stressed. That's that really has nothing to do. It's just an energy thing. It's a personality thing. Like, cause this client, yeah. Every time she comes in, she is heavy and she is dumping her stuff and her stress and things like that. I love her. I love her and I, I welcome it because she, uh, every time she leaves, she feels better. And, uh, just from our conversations, like her and I just connect really well. So it's not even about that, but it's that life sucker. I think that it's also normalizing, um, firing clients in a kind way, like you said. Yeah. So, um, what's kind of verbiage do you like to use? If you have to the extreme fire a client. Oh gosh, it's so hard. Honestly, um, I've only had to do it a few times because I think a, a lot of times it actually just works itself out. You you figure you both figure out that uh, maybe your personalities aren't suited, um, so it kind of works itself out. But my most recent case was I had to um, have a very candid conversation at the chair, which is even worse. Like yeah. you know, if you want, you, you can do it via email, via text, via phone. It's a little easier when you have to yeah. look them in the eye and be like, "This isn't working." And I just was, I just was checking her out. And I said, you know, um, she's like, can I reschedule? I said, you know, I've been thinking a lot about it. Um, I just don't think I'm the right stylist for you at this time. Um, I think someone would be better suited for your needs. I love and that. She, she was a little, like you could see on her face, like she was mad, but yeah. what are you going to say? And I just kind of was like, I hope you have a really nice, you know, weekend or something like that. And like turned around and walked away. I mean, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, but it was necessary. So, I mean, I think that's the perfect way I've had to do it in person, um, via email, phone, whatever. Um, and that's the perfect way to say like, almost like it's, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. It's <laughs> you not know, you, it's me. I'm the problem. It's the it's Seinfeld me. way of breaking up with somebody. It's not you, it's me. And, yeah. um, and I, I, I think that yes, they're going to be shocked those people because they, that's who they are. There's mm-hmm. someone who maybe always picks, always complains, always finds fault. And it's not about you. It, that's the type of person they are. And so when you stand up and say, I just don't think I'm the person for you. And I think it's time to move on. They've never had anybody like what? No, they've never had anybody essentially call them out and like hold them accountable for their, their behavior. And so, um, it needs to happen, but don't you feel so good once you are like, Oh my God. Yes. I don't, have, like, to. I don't have to do with it anymore. And I, and I think that there's ways to, um, essentially let go of a client without having to have it. Sometimes it gets to the point where they keep coming back no matter what. Um, there's been times where there's a client that I know it's not good. Um, and it starts to become that point of where you are dreading them coming in and there you can feel the tension. Can't, aren't there some mm-hmm. of those clients that you don't fit with? You feel the tension. They question everything that you do. They oh, gosh. pick apart everything. You feel the tension. And so um, for myself, sometimes the best way I can deal with it, because I am not going to argue with a client ever. I am not going to try and prove a point ever to a client. I just kind of like, okay. And I do what they say needs done. Okay. I no. almost you do it. Have you ever had them be like, then mad if it doesn't turn out. And then you'd be like, well, you told me to do it. Yeah. I've actually done that before. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I've done that. Do you know, Oh, here's something that I do. I feel like I'm spilling a lot of tea. I don't ever like to talk about in the present moment, but this is something that I, <laughs> I've totally done. Um, and it works. Oh God. I, I just feel bad sharing this stuff. Okay. So I, um, 
Yes, I have. We've all had clients that say, this is how it should be cut. This is how it should be done, whatever. And if it's a, it's a tension point, I say, okay, we're going to try this. I, I don't think that this will work because of X, Y, Z, but let's give it a try. So we try it. And, um, I don't, I'm not going to give a specific cause this happened not too long ago, but so we try it and, um, it doesn't work exactly how I said it won't work. Mm-hmm. And then they came in the next time they're like, well, I hate to say it, Abby, but you were right. And then I'm able to do what I want to do. Uh-huh. And then they can see, but if, if somebody, um, doesn't then allow me to do what I think is right. And they want to keep micromanaging it, then it's time to break up with them. Right. So I exactly. kind of give them that chance to, um, okay, let's do what you think. You think you need no layers. Let's give you a nice blunt cut with your big, thick hair. Right. But you like fullness. So let's do that. And then they see that that's not the case. And now I can do my thing and then they trust me or yeah, not. You kind of earn their, earn their trust and their respect. And it's yes. like you said, it's okay. I was going to say, you know, I've done the same thing. I've been like, okay, yeah, let's try it your way. This is, this is what's going to happen. And explaining to them why I don't think it's a good idea. This is what's actually going to happen. And sometimes it does. And yeah. Now, it, now to be clear, we're not going to be like, yeah, sure. We're going to, let's put, going back to one of your earlier story or 50 volume on your mm-hmm. scalp. And, you know, we're, we're going to do happens. something if we, if we know it's not going to ruin their hair, but it might not right. be the end result they want. Which brings so. me to my next point. You know, another thing we can normalize saying no to is services that may not be appropriate for certain clients. Um, we have all have those clients who want, you know, more, more, more blonde, 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 blonde. You know, I'm a, I, I'm a blonding specialist and that's what I love to do. And I have been known to push boundaries with blonde hair. I, it's just what I do. And I'm pretty good at it. Um, but you will have clients who you're like, your hair, one, cannot take this. Yeah. Two, it's never going to lift like that. Three, not going to happen. And they just keep saying, but I want this, but I want this, but I want my this. My last stylist did it. Yes. Have your you last stylist, your last, last stylist is last the reason you have do it. two inches <laughs> yeah. in the back of your head that yes. are broken off. I've had things said that, well, my last stylist was able to blah, 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 blah. And if of something that I'm saying that your hair is not going to do. And I, my answer to that, instead of thinking, oh my God, maybe I'm not good enough. I think, well, we all work differently and that's not how I do things. Exactly. I've had had that conversation with someone recently about how different stylists do different things. And honestly, you know, we all have different techniques and different ways of doing things mm-hmm. that doesn't make them Whole right or methods. wrong. No, it doesn't make no. them right or wrong, Mm-mm. but it is important to understand what you are capable of and what you're willing yes. to do and stick to it. Yes. Have confidence in it. Just because you don't specialize something or do something doesn't mean you're a terrible stylist and you have to force yourself to do it and, and cross your fingers and hope that it turns out. That's the worst thing to do. I had a couple of years ago, I can't remember what the client was wanting, but she was wanting a service. Um, and, oh, I think it was like really chunky highlights. This was just a couple of years ago. And back in the day, I would have done anything that they wanted just to have the clients in my chair. And I just don't like to do that anymore. Can I do it? Of course, mm-hmm. of course I can, but I just didn't want to. And I just said, you know what? Um, that's not something that I really specialize in anymore, but I know this stylist that's at this salon down the street. She does this all the time. Here's her Instagram handle. Check her out. And every time I do, I turn clients away. I maybe turn away one a year. Um, They say to me, thank you so much. I have never had a client Mm -hmm. tell me that before. And I'd rather you tell me you don't specialize in this 
and not do it then. And, and, and more often than not, they've been in a situation where they've gone to a stylist that does attempt to do something that they are not experienced in. And it's bad results. Like right. I think a lot of clients have experienced that before. I wish that Absolutely. that stylist would just told me she doesn't know how to do that instead of right. trying. Absolutely. You know, recently I took men's haircuts off my service menu one, because I don't enjoy them Two because I'm not very good at them. I can get by, I can get by. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, why am I going to cut your hair when it's not the be- one of the something that I enjoy doing or that I'm good at? So yes. I will tell you, my clients are like, well, can you cut my, no, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I cannot cut your husband's hair, but my friend can cut your husband's hair. Yes. Or this salon can cut your husband's hair. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. It doesn't make me any less of a great stylist. Right. I actually, side note, I love to do men's haircuts. I actually am pretty darn good at them, um, but I really don't do them anymore because they just kind of like, like uh, 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 my day is like, it's not my flow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when you do like a 30 minute, 30 minute, 30 minute, I, so I kind of stopped doing those just out of um, raising prices, but, um, and, and that's a way that I have had to say no to clients. Like I didn't want to do them anymore, men's haircuts, mm-hmm. um, because of the flow of my schedule and the opportunity to make better money in other ways. And I was able to say no to people by raising my prices enough. You price them out. Ooh, that's another way. That's a, you no know what? That's something. a great way to say no to clients. You don't really technically have to say no. You just yeah. have to put you ever, it out there and let them choose. Do you ever go to get quotes? You know, you guys have done, well, your dad does a lot of your construction stuff, but whenever I've had work done on the salon or my house and you go and get quotes by these people, sometimes a quote will be like, ridiculous. Right. And the point of that is that that company is didn't want so your job. Busy. Yes. And if you're willing to pay that price, yeah, sure. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, and so they price it high enough to price you out so that you don't say yes. That's Same so thing with doing here. I love that. Never even thought of it that way, but it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, so I guess what we've learned here is it's okay to say no, just say no. You yes. know, isn't that, isn't, wasn't that the old school, like, just say no drugs, say no to drugs, just say no to clients. If you are uncomfortable and you can't do it. Yeah. So, well, the thing is with, um, saying no to clients, I just want you to know that like, it does not have to be a, um, negative confrontation. It doesn't have to mean you're mean. You don't have to be kicking someone out of your salon. It can just be a conversation and how they react is their choice and how you react is your choice. And there's no better feeling than standing up for your standards, your boundaries, what you specialize in, um, than still doing the things you don't want to do. Like it, th- that feeling is so great. And you have to just try it once. And the more you do it, you rip off the bandaid. It gets easier and easier and easier. Thank you for listening to the Messy Hairstylist podcast. If you like what you heard today, make sure you hit that follow button on your favorite podcast platform. We can't wait to check in with you next week.